This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we do these each week. Layla and I get together. We collate the questions that come to questions at drhoffman.net. And we uh, say to answer them. So um, before we get to questions, though, Layla, I want to mention something that's yeah. important and timely. Hmm. Uh, it's our SOS campaign, Save Our Supplements. This is kind of a Paul Revere, all-hands-on-deck moment. And I'm sounding the clarion call that uh, Congress is... Uh, after Memorial Day weekend is back to uh, mischief, and they're attempting to uh, place onerous regulations on supplement companies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it all sounds like uh, a wholesome initiative, you know, consumer protection, blah, blah, blah. Spearheading this is the arch foe of supplements uh, in Congress, who is Dick Durbin from the state of Illinois. Any of you in the state of Illinois express your dissatisfaction with him, vote him out. Because he is always there to call for more regulation by the FDA of supplements. Yeah. And yes, we know that there are some supplement manufacturers who are unethical. But I've polled the supplement manufacturers that uh, make the supplements that we talk about here on Intelligent Medicine. They're very concerned about this, most of them. Mm -hmm. uh, because they think that um, it's going to place uh, undue restrictions on them. And it may uh, be the precursor to... Uh, regulating certain supplements out of existence. They're already, uh, NAC was in the cross here in acetylcysteine, but because of the public outcry, Yay. they temporarily put that on hold. So thanks to you who have acted and responded on the NAC alert. The next one in the crosshairs is IV glutathione, which is a very potent therapy for, uh, all manner of conditions, chronic fatigue syndrome, long COVID, uh, liver conditions. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Patients are recovering from cancer and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, many, many conditions we use glutathione for. And they may strike it from the registry. So Your uh, voice is noticed. It is heard. And we have strength in numbers. It's very important. And you were, uh, America is, is still a great country when we could have public outcry and it will be listened to and that we can push back. Right. So it should we choose to. So, so I'm, I'm really all in on this, mm -hmm. and I want to preserve our access to potent innovative supplements, Absolutely. go to drhoffman.com slash A-N-H, A-N-H, drhoffman.com slash A-N-H. The A-N-H, the Alliance for Natural Health, is an organization that is attempting to preserve consumer access to therapies of our choice yes. and supplements of our choice. That's mm -hmm. the main theme. Mm -hmm. And if you go there, uh, you can uh, sign a petition to your congressperson 
it'll automatically direct you to your legislators in your state. Yeah. Just note where you're from. Yes, it, and, it does all the legwork for you. Yeah, and there's mm -hmm. there's also suggested language, and you can just inundate them with letters and emails. Um, and if you care to, and I encourage you to do so, please donate. And for a limited time, I'll be matching all donations up to a total of $5,000. So somebody Fabulous. wants to just blow it out and just $5,000, we're done. Mm -hmm. you know, and then I'll give my $5,000, you will give yours. There you go. That's <laughs> great. We'll be done. Wonderful, but, wonderful. Uh, you know, it, I believe in this cause, and I think it's uh, important. Mm -hmm. uh, a and has scored a lot of victories in the past. There, we have lobbyists in Washington, and uh, we mm -hmm. go to state capitals to <clears throat> lobby uh, for uh, more sensible laws. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just bureaucracies tend to want to expand. You know, they want more yeah. power. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. And we're we're in a very regulatory environment, and. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that uh, I, I'm all for regulations that make sense, but there's so many regulations that it drives a lot of uh, businesses out. Yes. Uh, and, you know, with small, large supplement companies, they're okay because they, some of them are owned by pharmaceutical companies or one, you know, pure encapsulations got bought by Nestle's, for example. Yeah. And so they got deep pockets. They have a lot of Mm -hmm. uh, attorneys and they have a lot of uh, legislative people. They can, you know, work around these new regulations. But small, nimble companies, some of which are our sponsors, mm -hmm. uh, they they will be really uh, throttled down. Yeah, and you won't get the supplements right. of the quality that you want. So please, let's make sure that doesn't happen. drhoffman.com/anh. Okay, no commercials this hour. That was in no, effect our commercial, right. but it's yeah. Very now that's a public germane. service announcement. This is definitely right a PSA. Yes. So Danny writes, Hi guys, does a food product have to say non-GMO in order for a consumer to be assured it's non-GMO? Well, there are a lot of things that will naturally not be... There are a lot of genetically modified food products now in the stores. Many of them are not labeled. Did you know that your commercially grown zucchini is likely genetically modified. Hmm. It doesn't say anything there. Wow. But if you get it organic, at least, right. you can be pretty much assured that it's non-GMO. You will also see the tag of non-GMO project mm -hmm. or non-GMO verified, right. that type of thing. You want to look for that, right. although you will see that more on a processed type of food. You won't see that on an ear of corn. Most corn on the cob is, GMO. is, is genetically modified. Mm. They're not going to show you that in the corn bin right. in your produce aisle. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that there. But you want to know that it is a, a lot of different products. Organic are. generally means non-GMO. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, and that was his other question. Is if however, food is labeled organic, is it automatically? There's a possibility of drift you know, there from is. some... Uh, seeds, or in some cases, some spray from an adjacent field or right. something. So I mean, the farms, it, it, all organic farms are not in one corner of, of the earth and all commercials mm -hmm. right. and farms are on another. There is wind. There's yeah. wind. Seed will fly. Pollen will fly. Right. We have pollinators as well. Right. So they will go and, uh, yeah. Even, even back when I was an undergrad, over 20, 20 years ago, when I went back to school to do nutrition, we were told that even uh, organic produce was 
tainted as much as 25%. Yeah, no, I saw, 25%. I saw the statistics. And what it is, it's, uh, it's mitigation rather than complete avoidance of these harmful things. Yeah. So, you know, like, whereas the conventional protests may be saturated with stuff, you might find, like, low double-digit uh, percentage mm-hmm. of what you'd find on conventional protests on organic, not because they deliberately sprayed it, yeah. um, but because it drifts and it's in the environment, it's in the soil, some of the stuff. Right. Uh, also, frankly, unfortunately, there's uh, some fraud in organics. True. And I've... I've, true. I've uh, I had a friend who was a, an apple farmer in, in Maine, and he said, you know, he explained what it was like. He says, the inspector comes... An inspector looks to see what you have, and basically, you know, if you were dishonest, you could just like spray, and then hide it, huh. you know, and then like say, oh yeah, I don't use any spray, you know, when the in- when the inspector comes, mm. and they don't have a lot of like manpower, right, uh, or woman power. They don't have a mm. big fleet of inspectors because this is not such a big government initiative. Yes. It, so they have the Organic Consumers Association mm-hmm. who uh, attempts to uh, sponsor this. You know, this is a good, actually, idea for a, a podcast to clarify for people what organic means yeah. and what are its <clears throat> limitations. Right. You know that, but it, what you're doing mm-hmm. is you are you're reducing risk. You're not eliminating risk. Right. So you still have to live in this world. As the saying goes, the perfect is the enemy of the good. Exactly. And you also have to consider, great, I mean, you, you want to be careful, you want to choose organic, but the glyphosate, the stuff in Roundup, is already in the environment. It's it's raining on us <laughs> at this point. This is where we're at because it's so widely used around I'm the world. I'm thinking of the song, It's Raining Men. It's yeah. Raining Men. It's Raining Glyphosate, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, here we go. So, Danny, thank you for that very thoughtful question. Always look for non-GMO. Look for organic. Again, you're mitigating. But be aware that you're, you're also, many pro, much produce... You're also voting for a healthier environment. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, with your consumer choices, you're uh, supporting... Uh, Organic agriculture yeah. and uh, restorative agriculture, which you wrote about in a recent yes, piece. Yes, regenerative agriculture. So don't go to the regular supermarket where they're selling conventional corn or zucchini. Don't buy it there. Go to your local farmer's market. Go to the local person who's growing it on his farm, mm-hmm. and they will verify for you that it's not GMO or that it's organic and that they're not spraying stuff on it and so forth and so on. It's really the way to go. It's the only way to... Uh, restore the soil. We lost 1.7 billion tons of soil in the year 2017 alone. This is what Did Bill Gates buy it up? or what? Well, he bought a lot. What did he buy? Over 200,000? Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Right. That's several podcasts. Anyway, but <clears throat> that, that's, that bit of information is really what drew my attention to regenerative agriculture and how this has to be the way to go. Right. And that nature has built in ways and means and ecosystems to take care of the problems right. of pests and disease. Well, and it's really a beautiful dance. As apropos, nature. tomorrow I'm yeah. going to record a podcast with uh, Michelle Perro, who has a new initiative, uh, which is uh, entitled, let's see, I've got it here, um, which is... Uh, the regener- 
RHI, Regeneration Health International. Mm. And uh, what they're all about is, you know, what you're talking about, which is, uh, you know, regenerative, restorative agriculture. Yes. And uh, it's their website is rhi.bio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a team of scientists, farmers, activists, artists, physicians, and lawyers that have come together to facilitate and catalyze a global movement and an alliance dedicated to regenerating personal and public health. Fantastic. Our work is based on fundamental principles that food is medicine and that human health, mental, physical, and spiritual are directly related to societal, environmental, and planetary health. So, very cool. Um, I'll talk to Michelle Perro, uh, who is uh, spearheading that initiative. And uh, you, I previously interviewed her, and I think it was reprised last month. Um, she's the author of What's Making Our Children Sick. Mm. Mm. This is all part of the great awakening or the greater reset, as we should like to call it. Yeah. Right. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Looking forward to that podcast. Okay, we've got an email from Marie, my adult daughter, married, mother of one toddler, and working in the stressful field of teaching, recently lost a lot of weight during a bout of insomnia about her insomnia. How can she put the weight back on? She's on a gluten-free diet. Avoids she had a bout, so she had a bout, she of, had a bout of insomnia. And about her insomnia. About her insomnia. Worrying about her insomnia. I guess. Okay. I guess. How can she put it back on? She's on a gluten-free diet. Avoids dairy because she has rheumatoid arthritis. Oh. She was thin to begin with. Thank you for your advice. My husband and I have been ad- ad- avid followers of intelligent medicine well, for years. I, you know, got to say that we would want to analyze what's going on with this person. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Besides being involu- under a lot of stress. Involuntary weight loss mm-hmm. can sometimes be a sign of a medical problem. Right. Right. So, um, is she on medication for rheumatoid arthritis? We don't know from this. Yeah. Um, typically people with rheumatoid arthritis lose muscle because of their disability. Mm. Um, that can lead to weight loss. But, you know, what's going on with her stress? Does she have very high cortisol? Cortisol is catabolic. It yes. breaks down muscle. and mm-hmm. But it usually leads to accumulation of fat, which can cause weight gain for yeah. some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about this. Um, this requires but a she's workout. But she's on a restrictive diet, so maybe she's on too restrictive a diet. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she's taken it too far or she's not eating enough calories. It would be good to... She's avoiding a, a lot nutrition of food. assessment to right. see right. if she's taking it enough. Because she may be avoiding a lot of, like, all dairy and all gluten and nightshades, mm-hmm. and maybe she's not substituting the right thing. And maybe because she's under all the stress and the mother of a toddler and in a teaching position, uh, it could be that she's not very hungry. A lot of people under stress are not hungry. Right. They're the opposite. There are people who will eat to oh, cope. Yeah. I, I'm the opposite. I'm, if, if I'm stressed or yeah. I'm... Anxious about something, I, I'm not hungry at all. I'm just really? not interested. Yeah, no. you'd really be angry at me because if we were stressed together, I'd be like, <laughs> I gotta eat something. And how, how can you, how can you eat at such a time? How can you as eat this? at such a time? Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's like, no, it's like my natural go-to. That's your natural, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. No, 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 oh my gosh. But Marie, yeah, your daughter would need a workup to see what else is uh, going on there. Cause she lost about 15 pounds. Yeah, I mean, that's significant weight loss. And, you you know, there are certain things that are kind of medical fire drills, like blood in the urine, 
blood in the stool, yeah. sudden unexplained weight loss. Yes. You know. Yeah, uh, I lost 10 pounds in a month. Oh, did you do that deliberately? Or are you on a diet? Yeah. No. Oh, did you have food poisoning? No. Okay, come in. Something. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a what, bit. Is there something going on? Yeah. Yeah. If it's especially within a discrete period of time, yeah. that's a tell. If you lost 10 pounds over six months, yeah, big deal. Mm-hmm. But if you've lost yeah. it in the last four weeks, yeah. that could be something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got an email from Kelly. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Love your show. What is your opinion on serapeptase as a supplement? Do you think it really helps with inflammation? Many possible claims from fibroids to allergies. Would love to hear your opinion as one of the most knowledgeable people I listen to. Thank you for all you do. Well, we like enzymes for Mm -hmm. inflammation. Mm -hmm. We like specifically bromelain and things like that. I've read in the past about serapeptase or uh, proteases for uterine fibroids. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think that there's really good studies showing that serapeptase dissolves fibroids. I mean, yeah. it sounds like oh, they they digest uh, your steak. They should you know make the make the fibroids disappear, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily work that way. Right. And how do we know what else they're not dissolving if they're that powerful to dissolve? Yeah. I don't know, or, or something. But traditionally, you know, those are used use sometimes to uh, get rid of immune complexes that form when there's some sort of uh, autoimmune reaction. Mm-hmm. So they might be helpful. They also might be helpful for circulatory, you know, mm. oh, like right. natokinase, that kind of thing. Natokinase, and I remember one particular one for circulation we used to carry called vascuzyme right for the vascular system yep mm-hmm. now we like another uh, we like another uh, uh, actually pineapple uh, enzyme called bromelain right bromelain is is wonderful for post-surgery so you can reduce any buildup of scar tissue adhesions we also like it in allergy supplements like a dehist you'll find bromelain there along I, I with guess quercetin. I'm not that um Inclined to use the serapeptase, but I do see there's some documentation that's been used for years in Japan and Europe for reducing inflammation and pain due, due to surgery, trauma, and other inflammatory conditions. Mm. Um, I more go for uh, Wobenzyme. Yes, and which will have various proteases, yeah. lipases, uh, so and so forth. May reduce inflammation, but I don't see like may curb pain. Um, yeah. I just think, and may dissolve blood clots, you know, or prevent uh-huh. blood clots. Um, I had good results with someone who had a chronic uh, DVT, deep vein thrombosis. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. A woman who, um, she was like a very, she, she'd arrived by helicopter from her hometown. Wow. Uh, and she just raved after I put her on a program that, in effect, dissolved her clot and reduced her pain. Wow. With proteolytic enzymes. This was many years ago. Um, and um, so... Um, you saved her life. Re- I, you know, I certainly saved her a lot of discomfort. She was really mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. pleased with the outcome. Because she'd had a blood clot. She took blood thinners for a while. But it was just achy and painful. And she felt sort of a knot where it was. Mm. And I, you know, did that uh, proteolytic enzyme therapy. And that was helpful. So for the aftermath of 
deep vein thrombosis. It might be good for that. Yeah. Like it's called a DVT. Yeah. We have time for one more question. Yeah. Kelly, let's see here. Oh, all right. Let's take this one because this other one I wanted to bring up is rather long. <clears throat> this is from Dennis. My sister's dental hygienist recently told her that taking more of your body's required amount of certain supplements can cause plaque to build up on your teeth. Hmm. The hygienist said that this is because the body excretes the unused supplements into your saliva. Is it possible? Is it true? Inquiring minds want to know, says Dennis. It, it sounds like uh, <laughs> kind of an old wives' tale, really, because, yeah. uh, you know, we, we reviewed this question before, and, you know, if if that were true, we would be constantly getting dental scaling and, you know... I just had my teeth cleaned, like, right. a couple of weeks right. ago. Yeah. Very little, you know... I take a ton of supplements. Right. So, where's... The, did the excess go to... No. no? They always so, give me good grades on that. They say, yeah, yeah. They say, oh, you're brushing and you're flossing. I go, yeah, I'm brushing, but I'm not flossing. And, I, right. I'm the same. I'm right. such a lazy flosser. If right. I remember, I'm like, no, oh, but mm, I, my dental health is more hereditary, I believe, than, than anything. No, it's dietary. Okay. You eat such a good diet. I do, but I also have hereditary good... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the smokers in my family. Uh, the right. elders who were smokers right. in right. my family who had other problems, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be dietary. Yeah. It certainly too. is dietary. I mean, yeah. the condition of your uh, gums in particular... Yeah. Is impacted by diet, healthy yeah. diet. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I will confess, it, it was, it's more than a, it was more than a year and a half since my last cleaning. It's been a year and a mm -hmm. half since my last confession. So, and, yeah, they said, your, your gums are fine. Yeah. Your gums are so fine. So, what is plaque? So, the question is, what yeah. is plaque? Okay, so what is plaque is the aftermath of biofilms yeah. that occur on your tooth surface. And in the presence of certain bacteria in your mouth, it's conducive to formation of plaque. Yeah. And I, you know, so it, diet indirectly has an impact on plaque mm -hmm. because, you know, you're eating a diet that's full of sugar and full of things that promote harmful bacteria to proliferate, then, yeah, you might have more plaque. But, right, you know, right. it, is it that the excesses, I mean, You'd, say, you'd think, well, the excess would be coming out of my pores, you know, like I'd have like like deposits of vitamins on my yeah. arms or something. Why isn't my sweat neon green from yeah. all the rival flavors or, or something? Yellow, right? Yeah, yellow, yeah. Right, right, right. It's like staining my shirts, you know, something. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, it's only my <clears throat> it's only my urine that is neon colored because of the vitamins. Right, right. right. So, um, yeah. no. Yeah, it's not true, Dennis. <laughs> It's not true. Oh my goodness! But, but it's, it's, a, it's a good question. One. It's, it's a, good a great one. question. It's a good one. I mean, oh my gosh! I never heard that one. Better. I never heard that one. Yeah. But you know, it, it, the theme is uh, so many people proffer uh, nutritional advice who don't know, and, and they have no business proffering nutritional right, advice, right? Because that could poison the well for people to take vitamins and supplements. Absolutely. But presumably that's the, the orientation of that person. Is, yeah, they don't take supplements. They don't believe in supplements, so they're going to, like, scare people. Right, right. I, yeah. I like when people say, but I don't believe in that. Well, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a belief system. Right. It's science. It's right. not a belief system. Right. It's not the tooth fairy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Just a reminder. Yes. Support our SOS campaign, All Hands on Deck, because... Uh, 
we want to save our supplements, go to drhoffman.com slash A&H. Check it out. Also, download your copy of the Intelligent Medicine Special Report, Immunity Reset. Uh, just subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine Newsletter at drhoffman.com. I think you'll enjoy the content. Thanks, Layla, for joining us. Thanks, Dr. Hoffman. Thank you, everybody. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Reminder questions go to questions at drhoffman.net. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.